stop, stop. I can't take it anymore. Oh, I do the live one too. Yes, I know. I saw your act in the theater. You're really quite good. Hello and welcome. We are breaking up with RBS. This is episode number 12. I'm yeah. Johnny Santabria. <laughs> I'm JDK Winnikin. <laughs> and we're here to debunk some junk. Uh, <laughs> thanks for joining us again. I was so excited that I got the number right and then I lost my train of thought. Well, that's okay. Yeah. You got to hit these marks one at a time. Right. Right. Yes. So the goal accomplished, moving on to the next one. I feel good. Mm-hmm. Good. That's yes. good. How are you doing? How was your week? My week was busy, good, lots of fun stuff over the weekend. So oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, same same for me. I've I've been noticing that that uh, that time for me has just been sort of flowing of mm. late. So nice. yeah, it's interesting. So um, okay, well, welcome to everybody to uh, episode twelve. Welcome to everybody. Welcome, welcome to everybody. Welcome. Oh, okay, yeah. that's nice. That's so, great to do we're it. We're just tripping all over things. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> thanks for coming back and joining us again. Um, and, uh, if you're listening on, uh, uh, live this morning, uh, good morning. Uh, otherwise you can catch this as a podcast on your favorite platform. You can, uh, watch the video feed of this and watch us be goofy. <laughs> see what this actually looks like to stumble over our words yes. on video at our YouTube channel. Just look up breaking up with our BS, spell out the word, uh, and you'll find it. Uh, you can also join our Facebook group under the same title, breaking up with our BS and uh, get some stuff in between and, and give feedback on what you're hearing here, ask questions, that type of thing. And, and um, boy, since last time we had, we had some feedback. Yes. Didn't we? Yes. I love all the feedback. We get a lot of feedback. We do. We do. It's, it's great. And it's, it's, it's nice to know that a lot of this resonates. Mm-hmm. It's also, we're, we're also, you know, we're, we're, we were made aware of something pretty important mm-hmm. this, yes. since last time. Yes. So. Yes. Well, because people relate to what we're saying. Mm-hmm. And so they may sometimes have different feelings about what we're saying. Mm-hmm. And we just thought it might be helpful to be really clear around anything that we talk about is really us being curious um, and yeah. also speaking from our own experiences. But but then also no judgment, like not that there's a right way to do things like there's just mm-hmm. this possible other way that might take some pressure off if we choose to explore it. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like reverse engineering some of our, maybe our huh. assumptions or our, our, the things that we build mm-hmm. our views around things on, just kind of examining them just for mm-hmm. the sake of examining them. Mm-hmm. You know, the idea of maybe there's a, maybe there's a, a better word for something. Well, we spent a lot of time on that, right? People pointed that out yes. that we take words like trust and authenticity and other things. And we sort of, break them up and say, maybe this word is better. Maybe this one is. Yeah. There's stories around all of them. It can be. Right? Yeah. And there's a lot of like, just sort of taken for granted ideas and beliefs about things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we don't, we've never really sat down and thought, huh, let's yeah. dive in and, and really kind of dissect this a little bit. Absolutely. And there's times too that, I mean, it's not like you and I are experts at, no. at but somehow we don't do that. We do, mm-hmm. but that's what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so, so for those of you listening, uh, sometimes it's in real time what we're doing. Like we have an idea of what we want to talk about when we come in here. Yes. But a lot of this gets done in real time, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So we're examining it as much as, as, as you might be as you're listening to it. So we just mm-hmm. wanted to be clear about that. We're not trying to pull the rug out from in, under no. anybody. No, anything. no. Just trying to help where we might be able to offer some help, different ways, maybe yeah. a new perspective, mm-hmm. maybe not, maybe something that triggers something, but then just gives you an opportunity 
you myself an opportunity, JD, yeah. you're an opportunity for you or anybody else who's listening just to kind of dive in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And a safe space to do it. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and, and certainly, you know, to examine things, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. is, is always good. So anyway, mm-hmm. so based on the feedback we got, we wanted to be yeah. clear about that right at the out. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So just stick with us all the way through. Yeah. Just, yeah. Stick with us. Like if, if you're wondering on something, just, just stay with us and, and there'll be hopefully a payoff at the end. And, and certainly if, uh, if there's anything that we haven't covered or you're wondering about, reach out to us and we'd be happy to talk about it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So what are we talking about today? Well, uh, you know, last time we were talking about needing to know what's coming next. That was a really good conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was, was a lot fun. to that. Mm-hmm. And uh, based on not just feedback, like we just mentioned, but also just kind of thinking afterwards, I <laughs> this thought about, there's almost, for me at least, as I shared last time, knowing what's coming next was a really chronic problem. Like mm-hmm. it was a constant. I didn't even know it was a problem. Mm-hmm. But there was a second part to that mm-hmm. um, that comes out of that, that I could take anything happening in the moment, usually something difficult, mm-hmm. and turn that into the harbinger of doom for everything that was going to follow. <laughs> so something difficult that happened in the present, hearing something I didn't want to hear, the ending of a relationship, mm-hmm. uh, trouble at work, or uh, some issue in the family, I could turn into, okay, because this happened the entire course of what was supposed to happen is now going to change. Right. It's, I guess, catastrophizing is the right word. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That is. That's the second part. And I, and, and I know that there are people who relate to this, Mm -hmm. who listen to this show. Mm -hmm. Um, You can take those difficult things and turn them into a disaster or the other way, Mm -hmm. something good. This means my luck has changed or, you know, mm-hmm. it's all gravy now or, wow, things are looking up. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when something difficult happens, it it's like getting punched in the stomach, right? Again, yes. stories both directions as we talked about last mm-hmm. time. So I'm wondering if, does that, is that something that you see mm-hmm. a lot, that catastrophizing, taking a moment and turning it into something with a story mm-hmm. bigger than it is? Yes. It's protective in nature. Right. Sort of like if I can... um if I can prepare myself for this doom and gloom, at least I'll know how to manage. <laughs> right? And and did you ever really, were you ever really prepared when you were doom and glooming? Never. Never. Yeah. Never. Okay, so it never really worked. No, it doesn't work. And really what it would do is, because it never happened the way I thought it would, right? <laughs> right. Right. You build, I, I could build up six or seven different scenarios. Mm-hmm. Again, good or bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I don't I can't remember one time where I went there it is I got it <laughs> that's exactly what happened I predicted it mm-hmm. I knew it blah 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 mm-hmm. yeah. never not the way not at least the exact way that I expected no yeah. in fact I just made myself miserable the entire time and and more often than not there was no outcome like it good or bad life just continued yeah and and part of that is just creating all of those can be stimulating, mm. right? So sometimes if we tend to be an overthinker anyway or perfectionist or an overanalyzer or needing to know what comes next, right, we're in this thinking mode constantly. Mm-hmm. So we'll come up with something else and something else and something else or this or how bad it's going to be or 
how to keep it from getting how bad it's going to be. Mm-hmm. But all of that's very stimulating too. So we get hooked. We can be hooked on the stimulating factor oh, man. also. All right. So we could be feeling like, oh, well, I'm not completely miserable that I've come up with these six or seven things that may or may not happen, right? I don't feel terrible. Right. It, it does give you something to do, mm-hmm. but it doesn't allow you to be present in the moment and sort of connected and soft in your body. You're tense and contri- con- contracted, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and protected mm-hmm. and kidding and, and, and in the past or the future. And not really showing up for whatever might be around me. No, not at all. You know, other people, mm-hmm. job, interests in life, <laughs> self-care. Joy. Joy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, I could go full internal, yeah. uh, deeply into my mind, deeply into my body without recognizing that I was doing that. Right. Not in a good way. No. And then you're in your fight or flight. Totally. Or your freeze. Mm-hmm. And so you're revving up the body too. Mm-hmm. So you might feel energized, mm-hmm. kind of, sort of, yep. but it, it takes a toll. It does. And, and I, talking about the body in that regard, um, I don't know if, if, if everybody's different. You would, you would know better than I would. But for me, I would curl up. Yep. Like I'd hunch up my shoulders. My legs would end up getting pulled up. Um, or I'd you know, lay on my side and pull up mm-hmm. you know, in bed or whatever, just kind of making myself More the freeze. small. Yeah. Yeah. Mobilized. Yeah. Mobilized. Yeah. And just and pulling in. Mm-hmm. And um, man, just talking about it, I can, I can I feel can it. Feel it. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. So that that catastrophizing for me uh, was a real issue connected with needing to know what's happening next. And so if I didn't know what was going to happen next, I wanted to come up with six or seven or however many scenarios. Mm-hmm. The problem with that is that then I'd be like, okay, how do I react to each one of those? Right. You know, and it, and it reminds me of two things. The first thing it reminds me of is when I was doing dissertation work overseas in foreign countries, and uh, in Germany in particular. And I, my German's okay, but I would go places, and I knew I needed to buy a roasted chicken or something like that for mm-hmm. dinner. And so I'd come up with, I'd, I'd create three sentences, like three things I needed to say, and then I'd come up with four possible responses that the person could give me in in German, and then I'd be able to respond to that not once in months over there did anybody respond with one of my pre-prepared questions not even for something so well thought out and planned and and needed and maybe needed even right not even for that not even for that and it was just it sort of reminds me of that and and so you know all the preparation when all i needed was just a chicken right (laughs) just and and it's and in Germany a lot of people know English so you know it it's not a disaster right yeah. if you don't get it right so that reminds me of one of those all that preparation for nothing waste of time yeah totally the other thing it reminds me of is that is that scene in when Harry met Sally back 1987 mm-hmm. when Billy Crystal's character says he reads the last page of the book first mm-hmm. oh yeah so that if he dies before the end he yes. knows how it ends and <laughs> and. And Sally says to him, well, in the meantime, like he just says, all I know is just, is just when everything goes down, I'll be better prepared for it and you won't. And she says, and in the meantime, you ruin the rest of your life waiting for it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a good point. Right. Excellent point. Definitely. That's what it reminds me of. Those two things. And how much could we have, if we would have just internalized that right. at the time? I mean, that was a while back. A while back, 1987. I yeah. I know. Wow. Wow. I just feel really old saying that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Well, we're both really old. Well, you know, 
whatever. Older it's than a, it, some. Wi- wiser. Wiser. More present. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. So, so with that, what's, what, how would you, how do you take apart that mm-hmm. catastrophizing? Like what are, what are some, mm-hmm. some key things with that to, to, in terms of recognizing that softening certainly, as we've talked about, mm-hmm. helps reduce that. But what comes to mind for you with all that? Yeah, I, that's it, it. That's such a complicated one in a lot of ways because mm. again, the stimulation piece is part of it. Like, what else do I do if I don't anticipate? Yeah, <laughs> I need to anticipate. Like, we, <laughs> what else do I do? It's true. Right. So, so there, there is that part. Like, so, so the first step is really noticing. Oh, this has happened. Am I, am I here right now? <laughs> am I in catastrophe land? Mm-hmm. Do I feel like I have to do something? Right. Yeah. Or, yeah, just preparing for. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know how many times I've heard clients say to me, like, well, if I know how bad it can be, then I'm not going to be disappointed. Also, like, I'm, I, you know, if it doesn't. <laughs> That's such a BS story. Right. That's such BS because that never helps. Right. You're still going to be disappointed. If you're gonna, <laughs> if it's a disappointing thing <laughs> that comes next, you're, you're going to be disappointed. disappointed. I mean, like, that's just, but we don't need to prepare for that necessarily (laughs) we're just gonna if we're present if we're here Mm -hmm. we're just gonna experience it and Mm -hmm. we're probably gonna be okay oh yeah right it's the anticipatory stuff it's the you know the the expectations we talked about expectations last time yeah yeah and it's it's like i compared it before to like throwing gasoline on a fire Mm -hmm. when you think it's water like you think that Anticipating yeah. things are going to help. Yes. But they don't. No, they just get you revved up. Gosh. Heart rate increases. Oh, yeah. You don't get enough sleep. Mm-hmm. Right. You may be emotionally eating. Mm-hmm. Right. You're not moving as much, yeah. perhaps. Mm-hmm. So lots of things are happening to your system. Yeah. That's not in its benefit mm-hmm. when you've got to anticipate all the things all the time from a headspace. Right. Or you're protecting yourself, right? Well, it's, it is protection. Yeah. yeah. That, that's what it is. Yeah, because it can be both what do I do next and it can also be what do I prevent next? Mm-hmm. You know, so like where do I go? Mm-hmm. What do I block? Mm-hmm. You know, yep. as if somehow, and that's that's the thing. If, if that is, if that sounds like a fight, mm-hmm. flight, what we're talking about is just putting your dukes down. Which freaks people out. It, it was weird for me at first mm-hmm. because what you said about anticipating, mm-hmm. like, what am I going to do with myself if I'm not anticipating <laughs> next? I'm going to be caught unawares. I'm going to be caught unprepared. I'm, I'm not going to think this through. It's not going to go the, where I want it to go. Mm-hmm. Again, that headspace yes. piece. Yes. You know, I, I had to learn that I kind of knew internally, body-wise. Right. Remember, we've got those three areas of ourselves mm-hmm. that gather information or that we have this sort of like uh, uh, in and outness, mm-hmm. but with our intuition in our gut, belly mm-hmm. area, our heart, mm-hmm. where we connect with other people, and then our thinking space, right? Yeah. Like, like we've got all three of these things working at once. And when we're, hopefully, well, that's what we're working on. That's what we're working on. <laughs> And when we've got all of those things working together, yeah. we already know, we will know what happens next when next happens. Ooh. We will know. That just came to me. Wow, that was oh, good. Wow, thank you. That was good. <laughs> I, wish you could, I wish I had one of those big uh, giant post-it notes we could put out here and yeah. just write that on oh, there and yeah. stick it up on the back. Well, well, we'll know because we we've got our full self on board. 
Yeah. We won't know if we've only got our thinking space on board. Mm-hmm. We'll be missing out on a ton of information about what do, what do we, what need, what life needs from us right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because making all those choices from a headspace eliminates connection. Connection and it eliminates all the possibilities of what might happen, none of which you can really anticipate anyway. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my inner storyteller is so full of it, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it just, well, it doesn't do me any good at all. It's there to protect you. Sure. Right. And, and remember, we're connected to ourselves in the seat, the belly area. We're connected to others in the heart area. The thinking space is not about connection. It helps support us in connection. Mm-hmm. Left on its own. It's going to disconnect you because it's trying to protect you. Right. So we never want it to be on its own. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Dangerous. Mine was on its own. Danger, Will Robinson. <laughs> Sorry, I was watching Lost in Space last week. So, uh, yeah. It, okay, that's an interesting idea. Like it, like it's, it's like a if you unplug if you unplug something from its, you know, elect from its source mm-hmm. from the outlet, mm-hmm. runs on battery for a while. Eventually, it's going to run out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's going to be depleted. Yeah. It's, and my experience has been exactly that, 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 um, when I stop with the BS stories, when I, when I soften, Mm -hmm. when I feel that safety system, Mm -hmm. it's not as if those questions all get answered about what's going to happen next or how do I prepare? They just don't really matter as questions. Mm -hmm. They just aren't really asked Mm -hmm. because they don't need to be. Mm-hmm. And it's and I, I sometimes struggle for analogies. Again, we're kind of getting to the, you know, in some ways you want to experience this, even if it's just a little taste, right? That, mm-hmm. like I said last time, that little, yeah. little salty, a little sweet. That's all you need to know that what those things taste like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I struggle to find analogies to, to explain it. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's, it feels like the difference between being hungry and being full. <laughs> Yeah. You know, when, when you're full, you're no longer asking yourself the question of what I need to eat. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Right. Or is that too weird? I'm not sure. <laughs> One thing that comes to mind. <laughs> See, I'm just teeing things up for you. You're the, no, you're the one who knows I, no, this. No, but one thing that comes to mind that I talk to parents a lot about. Oh. As an example. Okay. And um, is like when when it's... They, they see other kids, it's the beginning of the school year, you know, it's time to go to kindergarten, and maybe they have a, a, a two-year-old. And they're thinking, Ooh, I how am I going to let my kid go to my two-year-old? Like, how am I going to let Johnny go to school? I, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. How am I going to be ready for that? Mm-hmm. Right? Well, at two, you're not. Right. <laughs> So you right. don't even need to know how. Right. Right. Like at five or four and a half or four early K, you know, all kinds mm-hmm. of things, all, all kinds of options out there. Yeah. When you're ready, you're ready. Mm-hmm. Right. So we don't have to consider and worry about when we're sending our elementary school student off to kindergarten, how we're going to do it when they're in high school. Right. We don't even need to think about that. Right. right? So that I think about moment to moment awareness is that saying like, I don't yeah. need to know. 10 seconds from now, it's going to show up and I'm going to be ready for 10 seconds from oh, now. Oh man, I wonder how parents are <laughs> reacting to this. I really I'll be am. ready. I really am. And that's what's so great about it is that you will be ready. I haven't had a parent like, like 
not on some level like ready for when those moments for come. when those moments come yeah whether they've worried about it in advance or not wow. right yeah, they're just ready yeah it's kind of a good thing that you know when 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 a baby comes home from the hospital it's not moving very much it's not doing very much it's like it's like you get the beginner kit, right? It's mm-hmm. it's contained, it's small, it's, you do what yes. you can. You don't have to worry about how's it going to be when they're crawling or you no. could. Right. Well, what would be the point of that? You miss out right. on what's actually happening right now. Right. You miss out on all those important cues of, of that child's development mm-hmm. that you're going to want to see and you're going to want to notice, mm-hmm. like, you know, and, and all those types of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boy, nothing will get you present like a baby, I guess, in that sense. Totally. You know? Yes, I have a grandbaby. Oh, yes, I know you do. <laughs> I think everybody knows I do because I can't stop taking pictures oh and putting them on, you know, social media. But <laughs> and I and my phone's loaded. I I I'm going to really be able to test whether or not there's a limit of pictures <laughs> between between my dog and and my um, oh, grandbaby. Right? Yeah, no doubt. But yeah, talk about being present. That's true. We could learn a lot from babies. That's true, and dogs. Yeah. Both really present. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Because that makes sense because then if, and I know plenty of parents, I'm not one myself, but I know plenty of parents who do worry about that. Like when, you know, they'll, they'll be saying, oh, I sent my kid off to, to kindergarten. And then inevitably someone somewhere in the circle says, oh, can you imagine what it's going to be like when they go to college? Right. Whoa. <laughs> Slow down. Why? Why? <laughs> Why? Why, why worry about it? We don't need to think It's going to show up. Yeah, right? it's going to show up. It's going to show up. And, and I guess that, that certainly I would think that with parenting in particular, we've talked a lot about one-on-one relationships, friendships, mm-hmm. romantic ones. Mm-hmm. With parenting, wow, that is a field ripe mm-hmm. for storytelling. Yes. Right? Oh, yeah. Lots of BS parenthood stories. Yeah. For and, sure. And then also reinforcing them. Yeah. Oh, right. Because we're in this together. <laughs> we're in this together. Like, yeah, like parent, like, you know, and I wonder sometimes how much I've done that in, in various circles in my life where I've had BS stories like you were just talking about catastrophizing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And in the process of talking with people about them, mm-hmm. hoping to be heard, hoping to connect. Yes. Those stories just get reinforced. Somebody can say, yeah, I understand why you feel that way. Okay, great. I feel seen. I feel heard. But it's all around a maybe a BS story, right? And how, how like how do you know what's a BS story and what to you know what I mean? Like that, <laughs> yeah. it, it's it's a little challenging, but it's gotta be. But it feels good to be validated, sure, right? It feels good to be heard and understood. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those aren't bad things, but I guess maybe if if you're co- uh, coming from a place of presence, yes, to be able to say to someone, you know, what? I have this story in my head. I find my I find myself moving forward. Like I just sent Johnny off to kindergarten and I'm mm-hmm. having this emotional response to when he goes to college. Yes, I am way ahead of things. Mm-hmm. Obviously I've, I'm feeling some fear. I'm wondering what that's about. Then you can actually, you know, somebody can say, yeah, I get that. I've done that before. Or, you know, it sounds like maybe you're afraid of what it's going to mean when mm-hmm. Johnny's off to school and mm-hmm. you're not, you're not doing parenting like you're doing now. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. That is, what does that mean for you? Yes. Yes. Right. So the more we help folks notice their stories, yeah. when we're in conversation about all of our stories, mm-hmm. we're going to be able to help each other out a little bit better yeah. instead of just supporting and validating and saying, yes, me too. Yeah. <laughs> right? We might 
actually be able to help them diffuse things. Yeah. I've seen it so many times and I've done it myself where, where I know somebody is struggling with something or is amped up about something or catastrophizing talks to their most trusted friends. Yes. Feels validated, Mm -hmm. but they don't feel any better Mm -hmm. when it's like it didn't, it didn't take care of the problem. Mm-hmm. Right. It's it's and I sometimes think that that and I've done this before, too, thinking that if I just vomit out all my stuff yeah. mm-hmm. that I'll feel better. Yeah. Right. That or that'll take care of the problem. OK, if I just confess all this or just admit all this, you know, and it, it raises some questions about, you know, that for its own sake mm-hmm. only goes so far, particularly if you're not connected to yourself or not connected yeah. to yeah. the moment. Yeah. You, you might have tired yourself out a little bit, so maybe you're ready for a nap. <laughs> I don't know. And tired out your friends. So you just, <laughs> right. Everybody's just, ready for a nap after up. that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just talked to so-and-so. But I love this parenthood thing. I, I, mm. are, are we, I want to talk more about this parenthood thing. Okay. Go with it. Um, yeah. Go so I, I don't know how much are we... Oh, we're getting close. We're getting close. We we're, might have to save this for... Uh, I think this is good, actually. I, I uh, again, I don't have direct experience mm-hmm. um, being a parent, but I I have been parented. So, um, so <laughs> you have your own unique. Experience. I have my own unique experience. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. right, and uh, and certainly I've I've in my in my career life I've I've worked you with kids and I worked kids. in education for a long time. Yes. So, so you've talked to a lot of parents. I have talked to a lot of parents, and um, you know I admire parents. I don't you know not being one. I don't know how y'all do it <laughs> on some level. I don't know how y'all do it. Yeah, it's 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 rough, and you just uh, yeah. But beautiful too. Oh it seems yeah, like. yeah, all those things, all the things, all yes. those things. You know, and and um, but I can imagine because it's such a profound experience, yes. human experience, mm-hmm. and it involves, you know, yep, children mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that are either directly created by you or you are responsible for raising. Mm-hmm. That is. Wow, a lot mm-hmm. of stories in that area. Probably more so than most areas of life, I would think. Yeah, it's you know long term. Yeah. You're, you're learning and growing together. Yeah, and and creating stories. All right. Well, together. then then next time let's pick up with this. So let's mm-hmm. we'll talk more about parenting next time. So um, wow, this was great. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, we stumbled Ooh. at the beginning, but we figured it out. Yeah. So I knew we would. We would. Yeah. Exactly. We we no do. worries. Always do. Well, thank you for joining us, all of you, for this episode of Breaking Up with Our BS. Uh, Next time, we'll talk more about parenting. Anything you want them to do in the meantime, between now and next time? Again, notice, 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 notice the BS stories. Yeah. Notice and soften. All right. And we'll see you all next time. I'm J.D.K. Winnikin. I'm Tawny Santabria. Take care. We'll see you next time. Oh, I do the live one too. Yes, I know. I saw your act in the theater. You're really quite good. Quite a certain harmful habit. Now I'm leaving. Yeah. I don't think he felt anything after the crash. Who's that, Janio? Yeah. I'm in my groove. Here we go.